The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, here we go. Live in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, hour number two, off and running with you on this Reaction Monday. So I'm kind of on Reaction Monday like we always do, especially after the Egg Ball. I take the show, I pick it up, and I reach over here and just kind of sit it in your lap. Here, it's your show. Whatever you want to do, text, call, whatever you want to talk about, comment on the live stream. Now, let's hear what you think here on this Reaction Monday. I'm Matt. Annabeth is here, the homecoming queen, live in the studio, gloating. I'm not gloating. No. I'm a good winner. You, I'm, you've a good, been, I'm a good sport. You've been pretty humble about the Ole Miss win. Well, you have to be, because we may lose the next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and predict it. It's not it. like anybody runs off and wins, 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 wins. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and predict it right now. Yeah. That State wins next year's Egg Bowl in Starfall. Oh, really? Yeah. Go ahead and predict it right now. No. See, everybody forget it by the time we get to the game next year anyway. <laughs> you know, I had to ask you this year. I went, wait, who won last year? I, I could not remember. Yeah. And I was there with you yeah. in the press box. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so y'all text me on the Country Please and text line, Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Also, if you're watching the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, wherever you're tuning in, uh, you comment. I'll see it right there. Your mom, Debbie, is on the live stream. She oh. goes, Annie, what a bowl game. <laughs> I know. Right, What's so the deal, Matt? We've been married for 12 years. Ten of those twelve, ten straight, I've been to bowl games at or around New Year's or the holiday stuff. Consecutive. And this year, she's been like, yes, they stink. They're not going to a bowl game. Not, Matt's not I'm going. I'm not happy that they haven't done yes, well. Yes, you are. You're but just happy I was that, excited that you weren't going to go anywhere until now. Yeah. That you tell me this and now garbage. we're starting to hear whispers that, hey, it doesn't matter what your record is. Oh. If your team has a conference tie into these bowls, you're just going to take teams. Hey, if your, team, weird, if your team's playing... You're invited. Yeah, everybody gets a bowl game. Y'all wear y'all wear a jersey. Come the, on down. The one that they have talked about oh. is the Gasparilla, and it's on the 26th of no, December. It's like it's like eleven or twelve o'clock in Tampa on the day after Christmas. Not, I don't think it's, you can make it. I don't want to go to that. You can't make it. Now, if I were playing, I'd be all for it. <laughs> can't you just maybe Nashville or somewhere or somewhere somewhere drivable, somewhere close? Yeah, Tampa. Um, okay, and then uh, we got some phone calls here. We're going to see what comes out of this. Um, real quick, Jay on Facebook says Nacho Libre is awesome. Uh, Danny says State played with heart. They did. They did. They did. Uh, a little bit ago on the country pleasing text, Pookie said there's Pookie. Re- Pookie. All right. Pookie and M. Pookie and said M. there's reason to believe that this State team could be fun to watch over the next couple of years, and it could be a decent, good team. Yeah, I think so. You know, in the future, Rick. Uh, from Dixie says, Matt, this is off subject a little bit, but a football tech question. Why is a player running the ball allowed to stiff arm the face mask of a defender? All other players on the field are penalized for hands to the face mask. Rick, great question. Wow. I don't have a good answer. It's always is been that, that way. Is that true? 
Yeah, like the offensive player with the ball could do something that nobody else is allowed to do. And make any sense. None whatsoever. And then uh, we Brian asked about this. Uh, Tip did as well, wanting to know your thoughts about Sarah Fuller, uh, the uh, girl the Van- making an Vandy. Yeah, making an appearance in the Vanderbilt game. I thought it was really neat. Yeah, pretty neat, isn't it? Absolutely. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was one of those where. On a year where we need some happy storylines and some good stuff, I thought that she mm-hmm. brought a lot of positive vibes to sure. the to the game yeah pretty cool now i will say a friend of mine texts me and he goes hey listen on the sec nation show they did a whole segment on the girl who's going to kick at vanderbilt yeah and they showed her a live camera uh shot of her and she was on her on the sideline talking on her cell phone the whole time hey girls will be girls <laughs> but look they didn't she got need her at the moment she she wasn't she's paying yeah. attention when now, it's time to kick i didn't get to see any of it but i will say the the deal of her giving a speech at halftime, that would that was a little like what? Wait, I didn't know about that. Well, supposedly she in the gave locker a, room or at the game at, at during halftime to the stadium. No, to the team. Oh, she'd been on the team for like three days, and they let her talk to the team at halftime. And I'm sure like well, a lot of the guys are like, uh, all right, well, okay. And then they fire the coach the next day. Yeah, so. what's up with that? I like I like that coach. Always like that guy. Yeah, I tell you who I like is a guy who listens to this show and this station and texts. He's a big Saints fan named Louvier. 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 What great a great name, name isn't Louvier. it? Louvier is currently hanging on the Divini Equipment phone line. Louvier, thanks for calling on Reaction Monday. What's up, man? Good afternoon, fine people in Go Saint. Uh, a couple <laughs> of things first. I took my turkey carcass, boiled it down, got the meat off. Added it with some country pleasing andouille and made a gumbo. Ooh, wow! Good, yeah, nice. So uh, Saints took care of business on a team with no quarterbacks. Uh, I appreciated the NFL saying if you can play, you're going to play. Competitive balance does not matter. So uh, <laughs> that the Ravens won't have a quarterback, suit up and play. The mm. Broncos had no quarterbacks, and I mean none. They completed less passes than they had interceptions. Mm. Think of that. Digest that. And so, uh, not one for splitting hairs, but they did have their chances to win Mm. and down by 10 with about four minutes and two timeouts. You're in field goal range. I don't care if it's first down. Kick the field goal and you got a better chance to win. Mm. Do that math. Why you keep trying to score the touchdown, you need both. you got to mm. have both. You didn't get the touchdown, and now you don't have any timeouts, and you don't have any time, and you've got an onside kick, which is generally unsuccessful, especially if the other team knows it's coming. Mm. With four minutes left or, or nearabouts, kick the field goal. Kick it. Kick it deep. Play defense, use your timeouts, try to give your offense a chance to score well, Louvier, a miracle let me, touchdown. Let me play uh, devil's advocate for you, just real quick, just to see what your response is. You're exactly right. Down by 10. So in order to get it to overtime, you got to have both, a touchdown and a field goal. But what if, with four minutes and two timeouts, you think there's still a chance to win this game with two touchdowns? 
you can win the game with a field goal, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. Are you trying to yeah. win the game, or are you trying yeah. to pull a miracle? If you're trying to win the game, Herm Edwards said, that's why you play. <laughs> yeah. You play to win the game. You know, that rant was all about why did you punt in that situation, and he said, because I was trying to win the game. And so in the post-game press conference, when they say, hey, Leach, why would you kick a field goal on first down? His answer could have been, hello, you play to win the game. I was trying to win the game. If you're really trying to win the game, you do the math on the clock, you kick the field goal as soon as you're in range. Just, I mean, not one second after, and you keep your timeouts. That's how it's you really win the game. Point. It's a really good point. Otherwise, because then if you they do did that... play with a lot of... Yeah, they played with a lot of heart. I didn't mean to walk on you there, Matt. No, no, that's good. Uh, and Homecoming Queen, I, I love that you uh, joined the show. You, you have a wonderful radio voice. And uh, maybe I can get my wife to start listening to uh, Sports Aww. Talk Radio. Well, <laughs> it's only you, been 30 Lydia. years that we've been married, and she says that it's, you know, uh, it's the same thing over and over and over. <laughs> and now I can say, no, it's not the same thing, because the my, <laughs> Matt Wyatt show has the homecoming queen. Oh, that's hey, I so love sweet. your show. Go Saints. Thanks, Olivier. He's right. You know, if you did nail a field goal with four minutes left, two timeouts, then you could kick off and play defense as opposed to having to try to get it back with an onside kick. So, um, How about Leach's response in the postgame when somebody asked about his oh, timeout yeah. decisions? Yeah, I mean, and yeah, he kind of... I liked it. You going to play that a little later? Yeah, he's like, let's pick your poison. It's like them saying, we're going to stab you. Now you pick out which knife you want to get stabbed I mean, with. He said, I'll tell you what, when you get a team, you can call out call a timeout the way you want to. I thought, I guess <laughs> that guy won't ask any more questions. Yeah, uh, I guess not. How about this? Uh, in South Dakota... Where it is really cold right now. Yeah. It's Will, cold here. It's cold here, but it's really cold there. Will in South Dakota hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Will, what's up? Oh, Matt, just uh, licking my wounds, but that's that's part of being a state fan. You're kind of used to it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But, no, you know, I thought that uh, I thought we played, you know, I think somebody said earlier, with a lot of heart. I thought we played with a lot of effort. and You know, it's uh, – it still comes down to to a numbers game too. I think that sometimes we, you know, we forget we were playing still with a limited number of, of scholarship athletes. And I, you know, I, I think if you look at um, the team that we had on the field last year in the Egg Bowl versus what Ole Miss had on the team on the field uh, in, in the Egg Bowl last year, and then you compare those two teams, that we've got a lot more young guys a, a totally different offense and i just think that uh you know given where we are today i think you know the ball bounces a couple different ways and it's a it's a totally different game um you know and we probably come out of there with a win but i'm as a state fan i'm encouraged about where we are um as a as our, it looks like our offense has gotten better the last few weeks and i just really like the way our defense is playing um and i think they've been playing pretty tough all year it's just you know they couldn't get off the field uh, mm. so i think that uh you know i'm excited i'm really you know frustrated like most state fans are that we lost but uh, at the end of the day i think that uh i've told all my my bear fans uh that are friends and uh that they better enjoy this one because it might be a while before they win another one because I, I really like where we're going um with our with the youth on our team 
Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about that earlier, too. Somebody reminded me, and, and as we started the show, Will, I, I wasn't thinking about this, but somebody reminded me, you know, this year doesn't really count against anybody's eligibility. So for state, for instance, and you're a state fan, you start talking about Will Rogers, Jaden Wally, Jaquavius Marks, Dylan Johnson, three skill players who are touching the ball all the time, but also Spivey, who's a big, tall, basically sophomore at receiver, um, a first-year player in Malik Heath who had a couple touchdowns for you, or one touchdown or whatever it was in the game the other day. All those guys, they come back next year, and, and it's like this year never happened in terms of their eligibility. It's almost like this is all free practice for them if you're a program just getting started like State. You know, and will people look at Ole Miss and go, well, they're in the same boat. They can all come back, and they can but Ole Miss, I felt like, was in a little bit of a different position coming into the years. They had so many players coming back who had already played for them, which a lot of teams didn't have that. And then on top of that, they've done a really good job of holding it all together. They haven't cut people loose. They haven't had opt outs. So they kind of, and they had consistency at quarterback. You know, states played two, gone from one starter to a new one, and they've had consistency with Corral. So they've been able to go ahead and kind of build on that. So, in, in some ways, everybody's in the same boat, but I think it, especially for a program like State that is, as I've said, a lot of what's going on with State this year isn't about 2020. It's really just about what's down the road. Well, they're getting a head start on things because this is basically a free year for all their players. No, I, I agree. You know, I mean, and that's why I think I'm excited about it is, is you know, and you said it, you know, when you just talk about experience that, that, that the Bears had on uh, on on offense compared to where we were last year, um, or compared to where we were this year, right? You know, our our biggest right. playmaker, you know, checks out after the first game practically, and and you know, to your point, you listed off a lot of a lot of guys that that were first time contributors versus, um, you know, Corral and and the the all of the receivers and running backs that they had that had been been in place and. They didn't have the turnover. Obviously, we did um, from a, a, a transfer portal deal, and that that you know could be bad. It could couldn't be. I mean, you know, I guess that, yeah. that that's to be determined. But but I'm excited yeah. about what we had on the field, and and looking forward to having a full a full uh, uh, stockade of of uh, of scholarship players coming in too. I mean, I think that's you know when that number goes from fifty, you know, traveling to to seventy. That's a big difference, too. It, and I, I just think I'm difference. excited about where we are. Yeah. Will, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for the call, man. Stay warm. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it goes. it's a big difference in terms of depth, especially on the line of scrimmage. Cowbell on the country pleasing text line. And he says, Matt, the fumble by state at the goal line that Ole Miss picked up and almost ran back. I question whether or not the ball broke the plane. Do you know if it was close or if it was mm-hmm. mentioned? You know, when they were reviewing it, I don't know if that's one thing they were reviewing or not. Um, you were right next to the the guys in the press box, weren't you? Yeah, right that next were to reviewing them. it. I remember so you like, saying that. We're looking out. You didn't our... knock on the window and say, "Hey." <laughs> well, I couldn't. It's between two windows. Oh, like you okay. walk out of ours, a little staircase, but then right around the corner, I could see the two yeah. replay guys up there. Um, you know what people talked about on that one is, according to the rule, if if a player is there's a loose ball fumble or a loose ball, if a player is out of bounds and touches the ball, then it's dead wherever he touches it. It's a dead ball at that point. 
And Williams, a receiver for State, even though he just fumbled, he's out of bounds, his feet are out of bounds, and he actually touched the ball, but it was in the end zone technically. Mm -hmm. So it should have been a touchback. Uh, Dead ball, touchback for Ole Miss, bring it out to the 20, and they go first and 10. Instead, they allow them to return it. Yeah, And I think that's a case of replay officials and officials on the field not really being aware of the rule. That's bad. It is bad. But I can't help but think, too, that we've had some of that this year in football that the officials also are some of their stuff as a result of COVID and they haven't had normal training, normal meetings, normal conferences that where they get together and the normal coaching and stuff that they go through to be ready for a season. That they haven't had it either. It's been odd also, yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. What did we got somebody, Joe Pesci? What would happen to that? Uh, kicker, the girl, mm-hmm. if she tried to tackle Elijah Moore, she better not. So I'm, I mean, it's one of those. Uh, it's great. She better just run off. And off the ability the to kick. Listen, uh, there have been women who've kicked before in college football. Right. Uh, there was one at a Division two school years ago um, right down the road at Itawamba Community College. Yeah, that's right. ICC. Mm-hmm. From Hughes. Uh, yeah, Taylor. Taylor Hughes from Tupelo High School. Tall, great athlete, beautiful girl. She was in the Miss she was Mississippi in the Miss pageant. Mississippi pageant. Yeah. Mary Liddy thought it was really cool that she played football and was in a pageant. And she's like 6'3". Yeah, she's tall. And and had had brain surgery Yeah. at one point. But then after that, and, and actually was a kick. She was the kicker for Pontotoc High School. And this is in the last three, four years. Yeah. Went to ICC. It's happened before. But in certain cases, like if she kicks that ball, I guarantee you the deal was for her, hey, look, if they begin a run back, if it doesn't go in the end zone and something crazy happens and that thing breaks, you stay out of the way. Do not stick your head in there and think you're going to tackle one of these guys. Yeah, that's right. Can you imagine if Mary Liddy was out there to do that? No. No. Hey, look at me. Not happening. No. No. <laughs> Not happening. Uh, a named texture said, um, "Was the offense state was running Saturday considered the air raid, or did they adjust their offense to attack Ole Miss and get some results that way?" No, uh, they didn't adjust anything. That offense is the same thing you've seen week after week after week after week after week. It just happens to start working all of a sudden, huh? Well, when they play Ole Miss, yeah. <laughs> well, it, the last couple of weeks they've just been a lot better at. It. Okay, so mom, that's my grandmother, Miss Ole Miss, 1948. What is she, 93? She's 93. She she talked to me on the phone about the game. She goes, I tell you what, Ole Miss is really good at playing people who tend to get a lot better the week before they play Ole Miss. (laughs) 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 These these teams tend to just get a lot better the week before they play Ole Miss. (laughs) On on Twitter, Rebostottle says, last season Ole Miss had 80% of rushing yards come from freshmen. And a hundred percent of passing yards last season. Oh. Twenty four of the twenty nine rushing touchdowns came from freshmen. How about that? And you know, you think about that. Here's the other thing to think about. So for Ole Miss, last year, Jerry Ely and then Connor were right. freshman running backs. And and the way that's paid off for them this year, the experience of sophomore, how much different really they are. They were good last year. But if you had had an offense last year that played Matt Corral. Wow. In a normal that would have made a huge difference. And and now look at look at where he is this year. 
and he'd be even a year ahead of that had right. they just played him last year. The kid's good now. He ain't big, but he can play. He's not that big. I mm. saw that picture of him in the locker room that was, I don't know, Twitter, Facebook, without his pads on. I said, Matt, is this Matt Corral holding the Ed Ball trophy? <laughs> it's him. He's not a big guy. He's small. But he's tough, too. And he can run, and he throws maybe the best deep ball I've seen all year. Really? And a kid at Georgia was pretty good, but he underthrew a couple. Uh, Matt Corral throws a deep ball better than he does. And that's a former five-star. Um, no question about it. He's just, he got the right look. Now, I, you can say what you want. I've been saying this since the day he was hired. It is true. It will be true. Y'all remember I told you. That's why I'm reminding you. The three best quarterbacks coaches in the country are Dan Mullen, Lane Kiffin, and Mike Leach. It has been that way. It is that way. And it will be that way. Mm-hmm. And the results will back it up. You look at Matt Corral. Look at Will Rogers, what he's doing right now under Mike Leach as a true freshman. And he hadn't even played a whole year. Will Rogers has started three games against SEC teams and already at this point has made leaps and bounds, just goes out, throws for 403 touchdowns and no picks, and has the longest interception-less streak in the SEC going right now. Not 403 touchdowns. Is it touchdowns? No, no, 400 yards and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. 400 yards. Back it up there, Matt. <laughs> Back up and punt. i got to slow down. <sighs> Take Go- a deep breath, True Maroon. Goose from... Uh, you got a whole year. Goose from... got a uh, whole year to prepare. Bill's doing a great job today filling in for JB. Hey, Bill. And, uh, Bill, let me know. I don't know if we have Ed from Baton Rouge or Joe from Baton Rouge or both. Let me know if i got one or two callers, and we'll go to them next. Oh, Ed and Joe. Double. Ed and Joe. Ed and Joe. Up next. All right. We'll do that next. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around.